0: Other people's lives. I'm your host Greg Dybek. I'm your host Joe Sanagato. A reminder before the show: we have an Instagram page now. It's at OPL Podcast. Uh, check us out there. We post video clip recaps of episodes. We post some audio clips, and uh, we have some other good stuff coming there. So at OPL Podcast on Instagram.
1: Also, we have a Patreon set up. So if you'd like to support the show, uh, we only ask for a dollar. Um, you can head to patreon.com slash OPL show. Um, there's some extra content there, like Q&As with me and Greg, and some extra uh, follow-up calls with previous guests before. So go check that out. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash OPL show. Um, but anyway, today we have a very interesting
0: episode lined up. Yeah, we're speaking to someone with dissociative identity disorder. More commonly known as Multiple Personality Disorder. Right. So, I've never seen the movie. Split? Yeah. I've seen it. I feel like that brought it to the mainstream. Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, was Split that big of a movie?
0: I don't know. I now, feel like
1: people are always talking about that movie. I thought it was a great movie until the end. That's reg- has nothing to do with the actual disorder. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's, it's very interesting for people who have have no idea what it is basically you have multiple personalities like you know one of your personalities can be just uh you know a if it's me a 27 year old kid who just whatever uh and then you know my other one
0: could be a four-year-old so it really can be that drastic drastic of a difference right? right like like different personalities different identities where i i'm assuming is, do you have a main personality? Like, would you still be... Uh, that you? I don't... That I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll find that out. Um, but,
1: you know, it is a movie. But in the movie, there was a child personality. There was, like, a just very stern man personality. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, a cross-dressing woman that the guy also was. And I think there was another one, but I'm not really sure. But so it was These just, are
0: all over the spectrum of personalities,
1: Right. Yeah. They're very different from each other, but I mean, that was just the movie, but from what I've heard and what I've read up on, I mean, that has to be based on some sort of fact, you know?
0: No. And, and without giving too much away and and we don't know too much, but even the email that we got from the person that we're about to speak to, they have, I believe seven different personalities and, and they even mentioned very, very different personalities and identities from one another. Uh, so it, that seems to be the case. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, we'll go through, I guess, these seven personalities and we don't know anything about them, uh, but definitely gonna be interesting. And I just wonder how often it changes. You know, is it, I don't know, you're just kind of snapping into a different person. I wonder if it happens frequently. I wonder if some of them don't happen that much. I wonder if it's like, is it stress induced? Is it based on things in your life?
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure, but, you know, it would be interesting to find out and get some more clarity on that Because I feel like it is something that everyone kind of knows about, but not really the details and ins and outs of it mm-hmm. So that's why this is going to be an interesting episode Yeah,
0: before we give them a call, let's get to our first sponsor Guys, let's be honest, getting fit and staying healthy is always easier said than done And luckily OpenFit is bringing you a new way to get those consistent workouts in without having to commute to the gym OpenFit is a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day, and it offers a ton of amazing classes with amazing celebrity trainers uh, based on your wants, like burning fat, building muscle, they have bar classes, strength training, yoga, just to name a few, and you can access it anywhere and anytime, so on your computer your web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone. Uh, you could stream it from anywhere. And you actually get results that you can see. So you can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days, flatten your abs, shape your body, look and feel great. And for me personally, I've actually been wanting to try yoga for a long time, but you know, I'll be honest, a little nervous to go to a class. Yo, yoga's hard. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm terrified. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want people to see me Fail, Yeah, Which is a terrible one. mentality, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but OpenFit finally allowed me to, you know, get comfortable with yoga and try it out in the comfort of my own home. So I actually tried my first vinyasa flow yoga class. Whoa. And just saying the word vinyasa makes me feel like a yeah, yogi. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Uh, so finally able to, you know, try that out and not not as nervous, I will say.
1: Uh, yeah, guys, OpenFit is honestly... You know, helped me out also. Like, it, it's it's really good for if you want to get a quick workout in. Uh, it's, it's just great. It's just con- very convenient that you could do it in the comfort of your own home. And, um, you know, it's so convenient. And right now, OpenFit's 30 uh, day challenge. 30 day challenge, our listeners can get a special 30 day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days, like Greg said, when you text OPL to 30 30 30. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text OPL to 303030. Okay, well, uh, let's uh, give them a call.
2: Hello? How you doing? You got Greg and Joe here. Oh, hey. Hey, what's up, man? Sorry, I've never uh, used this before, so it's hard to figure out. All
0: good, it's, it's working right now. Yeah, this, this is all we need, your voice. All right. Cool. (laughs) Cool. So yeah, thanks for coming on today. Uh, I guess to to start, we really were not able to give a solid definition of this in in the intro. Uh, So definitely want to hear from you, you know, what this disorder is, uh, and then how you realized uh, that you had it and and how you were diagnosed.
2: Right. So um, basically, uh, dissociative identity disorder uh, is when, I guess, two or more uh, distinctive identities form inside someone, and they're completely different from each other. They all exist as a certain purpose to help out the main identity, which we, we would call the host. Um, it used to be called multiple personality disorder, but they changed that because uh, it's not really referred to as personalities, since they're nothing like the original person, um, they're popularly called like alters or like uh, diff- like different people like that. Um, it comes into being after like a trauma would happen typically like in childhood. And so they kind of assist me or whoever else the host would be to deal with like stressful situations. Um, and they can come out whenever that's needed. There's never really like a specific time that I know when it's going to happen. Uh, I was diagnosed uh, three years ago. And uh, But I knew for a while before that, because I was going to therapy and things like that, um, and, you know, uh, you're not able to remember anything when these people uh, come out, or what we call front. Um, so I, it could happen for minutes, it could happen for days, I could make friends that I don't remember making, and then they'll come up to me and they'll see me in the street and they'll call me by a name that's not mine. Um, so, Yeah. That's
0: wow. Basically... So it's it's like a complete blackout moment when that happens?
2: Right. It's like complete amnesia. Uh, you don't know anything that happened during that time. Uh, for example, there was one time where I had a falling out with a friend, and I really couldn't figure out why. But later on down the line, I found out that it wasn't me that had a fight with that friend. Mm. Got
1: it. So what, what is the feeling like when you like come to and you're like, You know, is is it? Do you wake up and 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 you're and it just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it like when you come to where you're back at the host? I guess and you're like, you said you don't remember anything, so it could be in the middle of the day. You're like, oh, where did did the whole day go?
2: Right, it's kind of like waking up from a long nap, and you don't really know how much time has passed. So, like I said, sometimes it can just be, like, a couple hours. Sometimes it can be days. I think the longest that I've ever went personally has been, like, a month or two. And it's, like, all that time. Yeah, all that time passed. And it's kind of nerve-wracking, too, to not know what exactly you did or, like, all the people who don't know that you have it. Like, what did they see you do? What changed? Like, things like that.
1: So you said that these things these alters you call them uh they sort of assist you is it has it ever been you know something that was a very negative thing
2: um yes uh so there's different types of alters in in a in what we call a system which would be us um they serve different roles like there's a protector role where they'll sort of uh, help if some like stressful situation or like anything that's going on like that, that you can't really deal with on your own. That's why they're there. Um, there's a prosecutor role, which would be uh, sort of like, if you ever have those inner voices in your head that kind of knock you down, that's kind of what they do, which I guess would be weird because alters kind of supposed to help you, but there are uh, alters like that. And they th- could think that they're helping you, but it's not really in a good way. And uh, they'll like... Help me to cut out negative people in my life uh in certain situations who i might not be able to have done on my own and uh yeah things like that
0: so you're so the host is you like the host is like we're i don't want this to sound stupid but like we're talking to you as the host right now right yes even though we're the host of the show not to confuse anyone oh my god (laughs) And uh, I got to work on my jokes on here. Yeah, you do. That was really bad. (laughs) Might have to edit that one out. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so got it. So I guess you, how how many alters do you have?
2: Uh, I have, personally, I have seven currently. Wow. It's very common for people to um, have as few as three and as many as maybe 50 or 60. Whoa. Um, they come and go throughout your life. They fulfill certain roles that you need in that moment. So, yeah, it's very common to uh, gain or lose people, really.
0: Ah, okay. So, so you having seven, maybe it wasn't always that way, or in the future you could, I guess, shed some of those, those altars or gain more?
2: Yes. Um, there was one point where I had about 25 of them uh, when I was a teenager. And there was also a point where I only had two. Um, and sometimes they can merge, you know, if, if they're not necessarily both needed. Maybe one one person only is needed. Um, and then sometimes they could just kind of go away for when they're ever needed again.
0: So I guess to help us understand, you know, what these altars are and the role that they play. I mean, do you mind walking us through, I guess, the seven that you currently have?
2: Yeah. Um, so they're all individual people. You know, they're very different from each other. Um, the first altar that I ever developed, his name is Andrew. Uh, he was formed when my older brother passed away when I was young. And, uh, my older brother I was really close to, he was someone who protected me. So after that happened, he sort of took on his role. Um, he's more relaxed and more passive than I am. He's very easygoing. He gets along really well with people. He has much more friends than I do. Um, uh, he's the only one who smokes cigarettes out of all of us, uh, which is different. And um, I also have uh, Claire and Caleb. They're twins. Uh, They're child alters, which is also very common. They're eight years old. Um, They're more likely to come out when there isn't a confrontation, but more likely just stress that I can't deal with in the moment. Um, But in most ways, they're just like regular children. Um, Ash's role, uh, his name is Ash. He's a teenager. He's uh, a prosecutor, like I said earlier. Um, So he he resembles uh, what I remember the abuser to to be like that's usually what happens in systems who have um an altar like that uh so he easy to say doesn't get along with anyone else really um but i've had him for a very long time and um there's also uh non-human altars that exist uh like for example darius in my system is a vampire um i do not drink blood he does not drink blood but uh that is uh where he comes from and originates he um is sort of more uh bold than i am and abrasive uh he's able to get into confrontations and fights and things like that and um then there's eli he's also a teenager he's uh, a comic lover he likes writing he is very bubbly in his personality uh he always dresses formally whereas i don't i dress casually and uh i'm straight i'm engaged Uh, he is gay And has his own boyfriend. So we don't date the same people. Like uh,
0: actually dating someone?
2: Yes. uh, He is actually dating someone who I'm not dating.
1: And you said that you're engaged at the moment, right?
2: Yes, I'm engaged to not a man.
1: (laughs) So your fiancé is obviously fully aware that this is happening. And you're sort of... um... I'm sorry, what was his name? The altar? Eli. Eli, when he when he comes out, then he is uh, a gay man who is spending time with... Is Eli familiar with your fiancé?
2: Yes, uh, they're actually really good friends. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, it's, it's funny that... But I managed to find someone uh, really supportive, and when I first started uh, dating them, I did tell them about, uh, you know, that I have this, and they got to know all my alters as separate people, so I was fortunate in that department. So the,
0: the the people that you, or as the host, are close to, they do know your alters and have relationships with them, and, and yes. can and can recognize who is who.
2: Yeah. Um. So they all treat them like separate people, which is which is great. That's all I've ever wanted. Um. To not be treated like you know like they're me um they are able to recognize that they're all different so let's say if one of my friends has a problem with uh ash for instance um he will not get along with that specific altar but still be friends with me so i'm very grateful that i don't have to get in trouble for what they do you know they they understand that it's not me and all treat us like all different people really
0: That's so amazing for the people around you to be able to recognize that and and make that association. I I just that, you know, just for like lack of any better term, like that must be so strange for someone at first to come to terms with that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've always had to, you know, explain it to people who are close in my life because I definitely after so long of it being mistaken of being me, I kind of wanted to. You know, get that out of the way with people, and like, see, you know, if you understand this, cool. If not, maybe we're not going to be as close, to whatever. Um, but they definitely recognize different people when they come out, because maybe I'll be talking a different way, I'll have a different accent to my voice, different mannerisms, things like that.
0: What would happen? This this just popped into my head. If Eli's relationship, like, what if Eli proposes to the guy?
2: That is something that we've talked about. Um, I guess I'm, I'm lucky where I, I don't think that's going to happen with them in particular, but it is a, a very possible thing for any of them really in the future.
1: Mm. Hmm. Wow. So is this something that like, how's your relationship with the altars? Cause you say that you kind of black out, you know, during and you don't really remember things. So do you have a good relationship with them or is it just kind of, you know, you don't really know?
2: Um, Well, I do have a good relationship with them. Uh, I've come a long way. I think, like, now I'm able to sort of, you know, be on good terms with them for the most part, be friends with them. Um, Like, we can discuss things. Like, I don't have to worry about somebody up and spending all my money or somebody, you know, getting into, like, reckless behavior. Of course, uh, it wasn't always that way. There were some of them who uh, I was on negative terms with, uh, wanted to fight me every step of the way do their own thing, sort of, not really clue me in. And that could be scary, because I'm not really in control of that. But as of the moment right now, everything's in a good place.
0: So, and I don't mean this to be, like, a challenging question, or obviously I'm not <laughs> doubting anything. Uh, I'm just curious, like, if, if the moments are sort of like amnesia, like you said, or, or blackouts, how do you know, how do you come to know who the alters are? And, and how do you know so much about their personalities if it's hard to remember
2: oh well um everybody i guess would say that they have like voices in their head that influence them to Mm -hmm. uh, do good things and not bad things um for me it's more of a physical sense rather than just uh something that you're just joking about like i can actually hear them uh experience them day to day if i'm in let's say an anxiety-inducing situation i'm calmed down by them uh, so it's it's literally like having people over your shoulder all the time.
1: Would you say it's more helpful or like destructive in a way?
2: It can be both. It can be helpful when I'm dealing with, like I said, stressful situations. And it could be harmful when I'm trying to go to sleep and I kind of can't fall asleep, which happens very often. Or let's say if I'm trying to be uh, intimate with my fiance or just quiet in general, it can get to be a problem sometimes.
0: Um, also, I, I don't know if we cut you off before. Were there any more that you didn't go through, or was that seven?
2: Oh, that was six. There was just one more. Um, it's common to have uh, fictive alters, which are basically alters based off of fictional characters that uh, you may have grown a attachment to during a crucial time in your life. So I developed an alter named B from uh, an anime series that I used to watch.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Wow.
0: So how does how does a fictional character act it's just you just it kind of takes the traits of that character and just lives with those characteristics
2: right like there will be um exactly like the character that you grew that attachment to i'm friends with uh other people who have systems and they have their own fictive alters and things like that so it's very common
1: huh. and how does this play a role in sort of you know your your day-to-day job as as far as like you know, the workplace, do you, is there, is it possible to wake up and you are, like you said, you were, you were one of your alters for a month or so. Uh, how does that work as far as your job?
2: Uh, well, I'm lucky enough to be working at home. So fortunately I don't have to, uh, worry about that, but there were times where I did work in like normal, uh, day-to-day jobs and, uh, I would get, I got fired once because I wasn't coming into work because that, that's a very real thing. Um, like I said, when I had someone else front for about two months, uh, I completely lost that time. I found myself with a whole new group of people, a whole new daily regimen, things like that, that I had no idea about. So it was scary trying to recover that time. But luckily, that was the last time I had to go through something so long like that.
0: So there's people out there that you've met and spent time with that just know you as someone completely different or just as strictly one of your alters
2: right like one time i went into uh, college and this kid came up to me and addressed me and he was like hey andrew i didn't know who he was but uh since i didn't know who he was i just wanted to play along i didn't want to say anything so i was having a conversation that i pretty much knew nothing about we were talking about things that i had never spoken to the kid about or even knew who he was so wow yeah
0: and can you control any of the habits like (laughs) <laughs> like I would be pissed if one of my altars smoked cigarettes and I didn't want to like do you have any influence to like try to stop smoking cigarettes or is that just not possible
2: uh I have about as much influence on that as you would on like a friend you know like you can tell them as right. much as you want which I have to stop doing that but if they really don't want to stop that's pretty much all I can do.
0: So you do communicate with your alters in that way to try to maybe convince them to act differently.
2: Yes, uh, I can. I can talk to them uh, whenever they're around, whenever they're active. There are some people who keep a journal uh, if their alters are not as active day to day, and that's where they write their messages in. So I've done that before. That's how I can communicate with them.
1: How active would you say your alters are? Like, is this something that every day uh, someone, like one of your alters, kind of? takes front, I believe, is the term that you use?
2: Yes, uh, it's. it could be a daily or almost every day thing. At one point, it really was frequent where uh, every couple of hours, maybe, uh, a switch would happen. Um, like, for example, I could wake up in the morning and get breakfast, and then before I know it, it's nighttime, and it's 11 o'clock at night, and I have no idea what happened throughout that day. And luckily, I have people around me who I can ask, but it wasn't always that way.
0: Wow. Talk about things that are just impossible to imagine. I just could not imagine that feeling, obviously. (laughs) Do you have control to the extent that, like right now knowing you're on a podcast answering questions about this, that it's less likely for an altar to come out? Or you just, you don't know. Maybe in 10 minutes we could be speaking with Eli.
2: Uh, It was, it was definitely less uh, able to control at one point, I think, because everybody was really just getting used to what was going on. I was getting a diagnosis, everything like that. It was much more uh, uncontrollable, but now it's kind of reached a point where we have better communication. So I can know like, Hey, I I want a front now, you know, and then I'll know it's going to happen rather than just like blacking out and, coming to later.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can kind of feel when one is like trying to come forward?
2: Yes, it, it kind of feels like a, a sharp headache. And like you really want to take a nap in that moment. And sometimes you can fight it, but sometimes it's just, it's gonna happen. And
0: how does fighting it work? Is it just a matter of actually trying to talk the altar down?
2: Yeah, it's like uh, trying to keep your eyes open, trying to uh, do things. Um, maybe, like, ask them, like, why they want to front right now or just, like, insist that you want to be in the front. But in the end, it's, it's really up to them. They have more power than the host does, really.
0: And this really plays out like a conversation in your head?
2: Yes, it's a full-on conversation. It's like talking to people on the phone.
1: Wow. It, was there ever a time where, uh, you know, it wasn't, It was, like, there was a bunch of, your altar is like in and out having conversations where, you know, someone on the outside, you know, kind of just looking at you and hearing you on the couch, like you're, there's like three different people talking.
2: Yeah. Um, so they can have conversations with each other, uh, and with me and, um, I try out, uh, sometimes if I'm not careful, like I will try to respond, uh, in my head, but sometimes when I'm home alone or whatever, I don't really see it as a big deal or around my fiance, I don't see it as a big deal. But there have been times where like, maybe like I'll respond and slip up and it's verbal and uh, people can look at me a little weird, but it happens.
0: So it's, you're really forming relationships over time with these alters too. Like they keep up with your lives and obviously have their own memories where, like we were saying, they all know who your fiance is. And, any moment that an alters fronting and sees your fiance they'll know who that person is
2: right they're like uh they're like their own people we, we call it like we just so happen to be living in the same body but for the most part they're their own separate people with their own separate lives and feelings um i might feel a certain way about one person and they might feel a different way about that person they may not like some of my friends or they may love some of my friends in a romantic way and i don't and um mm. yeah
0: this might be the most weirdly specific question i've ever asked uh but like will like will an altar say happy birthday to you when it's your birthday like do they keep up with your life as the host
2: yeah and uh they have their own birthdays too oh wow yeah they um i just so that they feel better they they pick out their own birthdays um that's basically when they come into being really and uh their own names and things like that they can even give themselves their own little background stories and just stuff to make them feel more comfortable
0: well yeah so i was going to ask about personal histories like how deep into an altar's history could you go and and to a certain extent would that just be like a fictional history or is it based on your life as the host how how does that work
2: um well i think it it differs like for example with andrew um he was brought on you know to take like, the role of my older brother figure. Um, So I think of him as the same way I would have with my older brother. And then there's other uh, alters, like, let's say, Eli, who um, have created their own names. Um, They act a certain way. They could talk about things that, you know, they're interested in, their hobbies, uh, where they, you know, things like that, really. So they just mostly bring it about. And I'm just sort of, like, cool, (laughs) cool with it.
0: Wow what are some of the earliest memories that you have of I guess an altar you know fronting or you know maybe something like physical like an altar just I guess really taking over you know for the the first time
2: um I think as a kid and I honestly thought that you know it was normal that everybody had this um so I would talk about it very often and I think I didn't realize until I got older really that it wasn't something that everybody had but I didn't know what exactly it was until I was able to start like going to therapy and researching and looking online Um, but definitely as a kid I did know that I was talking to people and I had like imaginary friends but they were realer than that and uh, I would lose like lapses of time and not really be able to explain why
1: hmm wow and you said that at one point you had like 25 alters are there any uh sort of alters that you miss
2: yeah yeah definitely um there's never really a way to make them active again it's completely up to them and their will mm-hmm. so if somebody does uh disappear maybe because they're not needed in the moment or due to a traumatic event in your life for whatever um that will happen and it has happened before and even my fiance will say that uh they miss somebody but there's no way to get them to front again or to talk again so but yeah it was it was very hectic when there was 25 of them constant conversations fronting very crazy
0: yeah that's a lot of people yeah yeah (laughs) but i could see that it's like like do you grow attached to some almost and then if they're gone it's almost like losing a friend
2: yeah, it is, especially when they've become the specific person to help you with certain situations. And there's, there'll always be somebody to fill, to fill that role, but you'll miss them in particular, their voice and their mm. personality.
0: And is this something that you will have for the rest of your life? Uh, is there treatment around it? How does that work?
2: Um, there used to be treatment where they would kind of uh, – encourage the alters to merge into the host but i guess they kind of realized that that was doing more harm rather than good because you know they exist to help you uh with certain situations when you've gone through such uh, traumatic events in your life so there are treatments to kind of like co and coexist and help each other but to cure it no there's no cure for it
0: hmm. and and any treatment like that is what's that through just therapy like talk therapy
2: yeah, it's through therapy.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you do therapy now or no? Yes, I do.
0: Do alters and ever come out in therapy?
2: Yes. They, um, they're they treated completely different uh, by my therapist, um, worked on different things. Um, it's definitely helped everybody become more stable and everybody just feels more comfortable.
0: I hope she doesn't charge you per person.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> Thankfully <laughs> not.
0: Oh, my God,
1: Greg. What are we going to do with you? Um <laughs> Wow, this is all just like This is very interesting Because you know, like we said Like in the intro I was kind of saying how I feel like this is something that people know about But not necessarily like the intricacies Or the details of How This sort of happens And I think right. it's it's interesting how you're saying You know, people could come and go um, And they could come whenever they want They can front whenever they want I just think it's it's a little It's just like eye-opening You know, I feel like I'm learning so much about it so I appreciate you right. taking the call, too, because, you know, I feel like a lot of people are going to learn from this.
2: Yeah, I hope so. It's crazy. I mean, there's there's things in the media, like, let's say the movie Split. And you know <laughs> everybody was going crazy after that, saying, oh, these are uh, crazy people developing all these personalities to go crazy and kill people. And that's not the case, Right, it really isn't um, where we live normal lives just like you. Um, just, you know, we get our own certain uh things at a time i guess our certain certain times
0: so i've never seen that movie but i mean is that an accurate depiction at all or is that just a complete hollywood fiction
2: um see uh, a lot of people with the disorder will be very angry about it because of the whole uh serial killer aspect which you know I don't like either but um there were some things that were accurate in the movie for example how different the alters were from each other like there were children there were women there were men um they all had their own uh personality traits mannerisms uh, accents things like that so I'm glad that they did capture that in the movie that's completely true
0: yeah, and that's what I would have assumed was, like, the Hollywood spin is like, oh, these are such different personalities, like right. even from just seeing the trailer.
1: Well, he also like kidnaps a bunch of people and becomes like a monster fan of it or whatever.
0: But spoiler I mean, spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> he's that yeah. other movie. I don't even... Anyway, um, but no, but to learn that that's an accurate depiction of how different right. they can be is what's super eye opening because i thought that would be kind of like the false look at it right um but yeah this is i feel like
1: you're learning so much I know, me too. It's
2: great. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to be able to tell people about it. I've um I've told my friends like so many things that they didn't know beforehand and they would only really know uh what the media would show them. And I wanna like be able to tell people like this is really what it is. We're a completely normal people, you can hold conversations with all of us and uh <laughs> yeah.
0: And you're living like you said the the quote-unquote normal life like you know we can't we don't even need to ask the question how has this affected your relationships because you know you're engaged right now and and you found someone who lives with it you know as as you live with it and and understands it and accepts it pretty flawlessly right. it sounds too sounds like it yeah <laughs> yeah it's hard like enough said, to find someone who's friends with your friends and then she's friends with everyone and yeah. it's wow
2: yeah like i said it- it wasn't always this way, but, uh, I'm fortunate enough to have like a whole system and situation where it is this, uh, easy on us and, and as normals that can get really where everybody's like treating each other better <laughs> than ever before.
0: No, totally. Totally. And is this, um, are you involved in like any group or anything? I think you mentioned before that you do, uh, speak to other people who have systems and, you know, is this something that's that's out there if anyone is going through this that would, you know, kind of want to seek some support or, or talk to anyone who also has this?
2: Um, there are forums online where uh, that's where I started, really, that uh, you can communicate with other people who have it um, and probably, like, make friends through there. That's kind of where I came to know myself and, just, like, gain a better understanding. Um, I've made friends through there, through uh, online, like, Facebook groups. So, yeah.
0: Cool. And is there uh, anything else that you want to say before we wrap up? I know we just like rapid-fired questions at you because we're so interested. <laughs> yeah. I uh, no, but, and I, anything we didn't talk about?
2: Yeah, I, I love it. Um, no, I mean, I'm I'm glad that we went over everything, and I just wanted to really stress the importance of how different everything is. You know, how like I may be like one specific person who is like uh, straight, uh, male, uh, has a certain group of friends, a certain ethnicity, whatever. And then there's other people who are female or gay, uh, have other friends, other interests. Um, there's other sections of my closet that they dip into that I don't even touch because those aren't mine. Uh, so yeah, uh, things like that.
1: Oh, that's another question I actually have. So you just said there's there's other things in your closet that aren't yours. Like, is there, you know, a, a bunch of your stuff in, in your house that you're like, I don't know whose this is and I'm not going to touch it because I know it might be Andrews or Eli's or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll come, I'll come home sometimes and I'll check my closet or whatever, and uh, there'll be uh, clothes that different people bought. Um, and whether they're active or not, maybe they're uh, not even active, and I can't even ask them. But I'm just gonna take for granted that it is somebody else's. Or uh, there was even one time where, because Eli does not like my casual clothing, um, it'll go missing. I don't know where it went, but over like it'll be replaced- throw it out. <laughs> yeah it'll be replaced with like maybe like a sweater vest or something and he's like oh i don't know you should just wear that i'm like i know is there
0: is it hard to now you've just started us back up on questions (laughs) (laughs) but is it is it ever hard to get on a routine like if if you as the host are the only person who likes working out and going to the gym but you know would that routine get disrupted so much that it's hard to maintain
2: Yes, definitely. Um, for example, like, uh, I know Andrew likes, uh, just relaxing and chilling about and not doing anything. I would like to get up on my feet and sort of exercise. Uh, Eli is very into like, uh, skincare and, uh, uh, getting a nice haircut and taking care of my body and things like that. Whereas I would just let my hair grow out. I wouldn't even like do anything to it. So, uh, different, uh, regimens and different routines are definitely common
0: right do you ever just wake up with a haircut like oh what the hell
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> really? yes that has happened before or like uh i'll be shaved uh, my beard will be shaved and i didn't even know <laughs> that this was gonna happen
0: wow yeah it's so interesting how it, just like the physical role that it takes on too yeah
1: i think we like we didn't even like touch on that but now that i'm thinking about it it's, it, it would be you know it's it's interesting to to that you would walk into your room and there's a there could be a bunch of stuff there that's like, well, this isn't mine, but I can't get rid of it because I know it's one of
2: my alters, yeah, so I'm yeah. sure it's going to stay here. You know. Yes. Do you know how many like dolls and toys I've gotten in my room over the past like years from the that's kids? That's right, from the kids. <laughs> and they're not mine, but I can't throw them oh. out cuz you know they'll have a fit.
0: I'm I'm interested in that as well. So when you're when you're talking about to how how old are they? They're 8 so eight-year-old and twins so to physically be two people at once how does that dynamic work when that altar comes out
2: um sometimes they uh will like uh, sort of co-front which will be like both of them at the same time or sometimes it'll be just be one of them and the other one is kind of taking a back seat um they're both like stereotypically like girly and like boyish like they uh caleb uh loves his toy trains and his action figures and things like that and claire loves to paint her nails and wear like more girly little clothes uh so yeah <laughs> and, you,
0: and you will physically do those things like act them out yes. like you someone could open the door and you'll be sitting in your room painting your nails or playing with dolls
2: Yes. Or like coloring in a coloring book. Uh, it, I'm fortunate that I live with my fiance, so it's it'll be very understandable. Mm. <laughs> but yeah.
1: So how does it work with like both of the twins? Do those like, is that more back and forth when they're at the front or is it they take turns or?
2: Yeah, they um they, co- they co-front a lot uh, at both being at the front. Sometimes it'll just be one or the other, but for the most part, they do co-front a lot. And uh, they bicker from time to time, like maybe one will want to uh, run outside and play and the other one will want to just stay inside and play with dolls. And uh, it can be like sort of solving an argument between two real like children
1: all yeah. the time. And also, it, yeah. Uh... Do they know how to drive? Like, would there be ever a time where, you know, something like that would happen? Like, because that, I don't know. <laughs> oh,
2: no. No, they would crash the car. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: so you really lose, like, some physical attributes or abilities right? when you're a right.
2: Um If they're ever out and they're hungry, uh, my fiance will prepare dinner or food or whatever because, um, first of all, I don't know if they could do it on their own. But even if they could, they'd just grab a bowl of ice cream. oh yeah cake for (laughs) breakfast
0: and wow so i don't mean this to like be funny or anything but is there like could someone that age like would you wet the bed would you like you know things like that a young child would do like beyond just playing with toys and everything
2: yes they they would do all the things that a kid would do like wet the bed have accidents um color on the walls even just because it's funny
0: and is there, like, a safety hazard almost? Like, like would your fiancé have to be careful the way a kid can't, like, run into the kitchen and open the right. knife drawer or something like that?
2: Yes, my fiancé has to watch them uh, constantly whenever they're out. Do they age? Uh, no. They, see, the thing is that they have birthdays that they pick out, which is when they came into being. Uh, but for the most part, they, they don't age because, you know, that's the age that they're set to be. Mm-hmm. So the children stay children, teenagers stay teenagers, but it's more sort of like a celebration yearly that they are here.
0: And each altar does remember and celebrate the actual date that they came into existence?
2: Yes. And um, like, for example, on Eli's birthday, uh, he wanted to go to the park and take pictures because he loves photography. So we went out to the park and uh, did that. And then uh, for Claire's birthday, she was getting new dolls and playing with them and things like that wow wow multiple birthdays
0: now not to get too graphic here but are you as the host like the only one who would be with your fiance if you know what i'm saying
2: yeah um yes definitely that that would just be me um there has been incidents where uh maybe somebody will impersonate me uh it never went too far God. that's a whole other layer
0: happened.
2: yes <laughs> how does yeah.
0: that work
2: Um, Well, like I said, I wasn't like around like so I wouldn't really know exactly what took place But my fiance will tell me afterwards that you know, maybe they like made out or something It never went too far thankfully and then uh, uh, My fiance realized that it wasn't me because they're very good at uh, being able to tell if it's me or not thankfully
0: so if Something were to happen between an altar and your fiance like would I'm assuming that would truly affect you emotionally the same way it would affect someone if they found out, you know, oh, my fiance slept with my friend or another guy.
2: Right. Like, I've, I've made it a point where I will never blame my fiance because obviously that's not their fault. They don't know that. But uh, I've definitely gotten mad at whoever has impersonated me uh, or done that or would do that. Uh, so I would treat them just like any other friends who would do that behind my back.
0: Mm. I love how we tried to end this episode like. <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Like, we, like we thought that was actually an option yeah I, we're gonna go, be calling you back like all night with <laughs> new questions <laughs> so wait one more Another thing question. it's gonna be like 3 a.m yeah
2: <laughs> i love it i love answering questions about this i never get tired of it
0: yeah no and hey we're just here to throw out anything that crosses our mind so
1: yeah it's really interesting what you said about the impersonating thing because i think that's also something i i don't know that might have been something that happened in the movie i want to say in the movie split because i did see it and mm. i was like it, i thought it was interesting and at the end the guy was like a monster i was like okay this is ridiculous now like it yeah, doesn't he start like yeah the yeah you and...
2: start climbing the wall i'm like right, yeah that can't happen yeah like, there are there are such a thing as uh non-human altars like i said i have a vampire in my system but does that mean i'm gonna grow fangs and drink blood no that doesn't mm-hmm. happen uh whatever i'm born with is is what i got really right. uh which one is the most prevalent uh andrew and eli are very active uh like i said eli he fronts he he has his boyfriend everything um andrew is very sociable he honestly has more friends than i do i think so he uh, comes out very often he'll go out on his own uh hang out with people places whatever that i don't go to
0: are there any crossover like uh, crossover friends i guess you'd say or is andrew ever able to introduce someone to eli or does that does that not happen
2: uh, yeah, um, for example If a friend of ours or mine or whatever Knows about our system Then they can be friends with all of us But there are some friends that Andrew or I will have uh, Where they don't know that I have this Because maybe they're not really close enough to me or whatever That I don't really want to bring it up So uh, they will they can hang out with other people But just not know that it's them Like they'll just think it's me or Andrew mm-hmm. or whatever And, let, and then that, I guess that would be where um, impersonating somebody would come into play, but not in a negative way because it can be done. It's just harder for others than for some
0: it. Mm. Oh, and uh, I guess your family are they're obviously fully aware and supportive and you know are you close with them and, and they fully understand this?
2: Yes. Um, uh, some more than others like uh, like my parents, for example, like uh, I some of some of them, some people in my family uh are like aware and like accepting of it and address us individually and stuff and then there may be some people in the family who are aware but you know can't really like wrap their head around the concept or whatever so it, i make it a, a point where you know it's it's me and it's my life but it's not all me it's not like my entire thing like i'm more than that mm. so it's not like i have to really talk about it all the time or whatever mm.
1: Man, I don't even know what to ask at this point. I feel like, and you're so well spoken. Like this is the easiest interview I've ever done in my life. Like I feel like, <laughs>
2: thank you. Oh my god, I was so nervous before I got on the phone. I'm really glad.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, you're crushing it. Um, I think I think I'm good. I think I. Ha- I mean, I, I definitely don't have like I know LA at all. No, no, no. You if you don't end saying? it now,
0: <laughs> then it's gonna pick back up again. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, yeah. Thank you so much. I talk about learning a lot in yeah. you know 45 minutes.
2: <laughs> No problem. I, I had a lot of fun. Um, one thing that I do want to say, though, uh, just in case you get any people commenting on this podcast, is that um, all systems are different. So, my experience in my situation may be different from someone else who's listening to this podcast, and they might be a little different. Right. So, we all experience different things, or sort of like we hear different things, things like that, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. Cool. Well, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us. Uh, it was very eye opening and educational
0: for me.
2: Yeah, no problem. I had a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much and good luck with everything and, and the engagement.
2: Thank you so much. Have a good one. You
1: too. All right, before we get to our final thoughts, let's get to the sponsor that we have today, which is Audible. Um, Audible, they're a site, a company that has a unmatched uh, selection of audiobooks. So if you're someone like me who I'd much rather listen to a book than actually physically read it, I feel like I could do it on the go, it just makes it easier for me to kind of consume uh, a book because I'm always like at the gym or I'm driving or I'm doing whatever. I can just listen to the book and, you know, with my voice cracking, I could do that. So,
0: <laughs> well, you don't have to speak. You just have to listen. So yeah, exactly. It's perfect,
1: uh, it's perfect for me. Um, but yeah, Audible is great. If you want to get into, you know, listening to uh, audio books, they're, they're amazing. Like they have like the, one of the biggest, I think the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet right now. And, uh, they have something for everyone. So they have, you know, bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, whatever you could think of.
0: Yeah. One, one book that I actually just started listening to, uh, through audible was born a crime. Uh, Trevor Noah's book. Yeah. I've heard of it. Right.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Very popular right now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been wanting to read that for a while. I have a long list of books to read. So decide to give the audio a try and, yeah. uh, it's been awesome, but yeah. And it's, uh, I definitely recommend it too. I think it's, it's reminds me of our show almost in the sense that, you know, his story being born in South Africa, white, white father, black mother, where at that time that was actually a punishable crime, just having such a life experience that's so different, you know, from my own, you know, clearly that's what's, that's what interests me. I mean, right. look, I spend my time talking to strangers right. on this show, uh, but definitely recommend that. And uh, Audible members can choose three titles every month. So you get one audiobook and two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. And members also get access to exclusive audio fitness programs to start the new year off right. So that's interesting for I'm check that out. some extra motivation. And uh, you can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, like Joe said, home, at the gym, uh, in your car, wherever you are. And you also keep every book that you get. So it's in your library forever. Even mm. if you cancel Audible, any book that you got through them is always with you. Nice. And uh, yeah, right now the, uh, you can get a 30-day free trial. And all you need to do is go to audible.com OPL or you can text OPL to 500500. 500 and uh, again that is audible.com slash opl or shoot a text over that says opl to five zero zero five zero zero
1: awesome so our next sponsor is purple mattresses um if guys if you are like me then sleep is a very important thing if i don't get enough sleep then my attitude the next day i'm sluggish and i Sometimes I skip the gym or I just I'm not as productive during the day. You're really
0: so, mean to the people around you. OK,
1: that's enough. That's a stretch. Um, but basically what I'm trying to say is I'm not as happy and I'm not as productive. So a good night's sleep is very important. And if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. OK, the purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. Like I'm not making a, like an actual rocket scientist. So it has to work is what I'm trying to say. Um, It's not like memory Like you know The memory foam That you're used to Um, The purple material Feels very unique Because it's both firm And soft at the same time So you get kind of like The best of both worlds there And it keeps everything supported While still feeling Really comfortable Plus it's breathable So it keeps it cool Which is also very important Key for me The sweater over here Yeah you're You're a big time Temperature guy um, also, there's a 100 night risk free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund, 100 nights risk free. Um, it's also backed by a 10 year warranty and free shipping and returns.
0: okay? And um, they'll also set it up for you and remove your old mattress. Yeah, and removing a mattress
1: from your place is probably the worst thing ever. Yeah, good the luck worst with experience that. ever. Uh, So having someone do that for you is amazing Um, But you're going to love a purple mattress You should try it out uh, And you guys will get a free purple pillow With the purchase of a mattress That's in addition to the great uh, free gifts They're offering site-wide Just text OPL to 84888 The only way to get this free pillow Is to text OPL to 84888 That is OPL to 84888 message and data data rates may apply oh
0: i always want to say that message and data rates may apply like you say data commercial. or data uh kind of a data guy yeah but i don't
1: know it sounds cooler
0: whatever you say doesn't you matter say. Get you'll that, enjoy get purple that mattress,
1: mattress though that was so cool
0: dude that kid's awesome yeah i love that kid <laughs> it's just that's one of the that's the most interesting conversation I've ever had.
1: Yeah, there were, you know, honestly, uh, going into it, I was, I was, a, I was, I didn't know what to expect, really. I didn't know if it was going to, like, happen in the middle of the show, sort of like, you know, with, um, sweet Anita, Anita with the Tourette's, where she was, like, ticking the entire mm-hmm. time. Um, I didn't know if there was going to be, someone coming to the front here or like whatever. But yeah. I thought it was very honest and he was really open. Didn't really leave anything out. You know, it was just like, here's everything. And it, it, it's, it's so oh, I got like so
0: is. comfortable with yeah a- asking any question.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean something like, yeah, you asked if someone would like sleep with his fucking fiance, yeah, for God's I mean. sake. Um, but yeah, man, that, that was very interesting to hear. I mean, a lot of the things I didn't know, honestly, was that, you don't remember anything. Yeah. You know, I thought it, you were very much aware, but you're sort of out of control, which I, I guess in a sense you are out of control. I mean, but that's the figured-
0: definition of being out of control. Right. Uh, to, to turn into a different identity mm-hmm. and not having control over that. Yeah. And I think for me too, like the, uh, just how physically you can change. Like if your alter is an eight year old girl, you are an eight year old girl. Right. For that time. Mm hmm. You're painting your nails. You're wetting the bed. Someone has to watch you. That's got to be the strongest relationship of all time. Which one? Him and his fiance.
1: Oh, my God. This wo- this woman needs Get some sort of show. metal. Yeah, like yeah. She, like that is that is unbelievable. And you know he, you know what it is? This He seems to have it very much under control. And you can tell that he sort of like worked at it. You know what I mean? From what he said and what he explained, sort of how... You know, at one point it was very much twenty-five people. was mm-hmm. very busy. He's down to seven, and he can sort of feel when it's coming. And you know, judging by the the relationship that he has with his fiance, from what we know, um, they worked at that too. Like, you know, it, it just I
0: I'm would just imagine so satisfied right now
1: with <laughs> with that whole thing. I it re- it really is just like satisfying because I there are some times where you know we do these shows and then you'd leave it and you still have some sort of questions Mm -hmm. or maybe not. It's not the most vivid imagery in the world,
0: but I feel like I know this kid now, you know? Yeah. And I just imagine, I mean, I could never put myself in his shoes and he has many pairs and I couldn't like, I, I would just imagine that if, if this is something, you know, you have for life like he said i will have this for life you don't cure this mm-hmm. you work at it you do certain things through therapy but i guess i would just imagine at some point you accept that you are along for the ride and and he is just essentially forming relationships you know with these alters and and right. finding the best way to coexist and that's like that that's a sense i got from him is like this is the journey that i'm on yeah i can't change it so you know Buckle up and just live life, and and be more than that disorder. Like right. you're still a person, slash sometimes persons. Like it's you know it's obviously you're going through life a little differently, but you know you're still more than that.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fucking awesome. I thought wow. that was great.
0: Yeah, and I just feel like he really did kind of wipe like a a misconception kind of like clean off the map for probably a lot of people listening Uh, of just that. There is that kind of psychotic, like crazy person. Like the same reason why I do want to have someone on, you know, that uh, maybe is a schizophrenic or something like that, where it's just always associated with that, like violence or this is how serial killers are made. Or they're used as
1: like a, a a fucking like a diss to someone where it's like, oh geez what do you have multiple personalities because like if if you don't agree with someone it's like oh now you're gonna like being like this now and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. you know and, and yeah you're right there is that that stigma of being like oh is this a person that sits on a park bench during the day and like talks to themselves yeah exactly like, like dude, how could
0: this person ever have a normal life how could they have a job how could they have a fiance yeah. how could they raise it would a family? never work out exactly like, and yeah. this guy's crushing it i mean
1: yeah knock down all those
0: you're not engaged and he is yeah so he's got that
1: he's got that <laughs> Awesome guy Awesome That was really fun um, All right, cool Um, If you guys want to uh, You know, be on an episode You feel like you have something that, that works well for the show then And you'd like to share it You can head to OPLshow.com Slash contact There's a form there That you can fill out Send us an email And uh, we'll go through it And if we think it fits well Then we'll just hit you up Schedule yeah. something out
0: And uh, we've been actually talking to some people and, and scheduling some calls through that Instagram that I mentioned as well Mm -hmm. at OPL podcast, shoot us a DM. If you have a story, uh, we could always chat on there. Uh, we definitely want to hear from you. Cool. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time.